Hello and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how are you doing? I'm fine. Girl, let me tell you something. First of all, it's cold out in these hip parts. Like, yes, I'm I like, have it's seen. supposed to be spring and, um, I had no parts of spring yet. Okay. I mean, it's it's frigid. Like I was putting away the winter stuff, then I had to pull it back out. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> what is going on? Anywho. Oh my gosh. And let me just say, honey, I've been doing some things. I've been trying to figure out some things to see if these things would work, honey. And them things is working. Yes, honey. Yes. So I decided that I was going to, of course, my kids don't like this, but I was trying to give my children fish oil, you know? Yes, it sounds nasty and it does taste nasty. Now, I got this um, quality, really high grade quality fish oil and uh, for kids, but for some reason, I'm not understanding. Fish oil is fish oil. It smells like fish. It tastes like fish. I don't understand why this company wanted to say, oh, it's for kids. So we're going to put some peach flavor in it. Yeah. Um, I was like, why do you do that? that? That's just not right. That just, it makes it worse. So they just decided that they weren't going to do take it. So I said, well, I'm not going to waste the money. I will take it myself. And I also knowing that fish oil, which of course is great, and high in omega-3s and it's good for um, in its, your DHA. And it's actually good for lowering blood pressure. Okay, yeah. So I yes, said, you know what? I'm going to take a go with this. You know, as we get older, our blood pressure does tend to rise. So I, you know, normally pre-baby, baby, pre-baby, I was about like 128 over 80, right? That was my normal thing. So... It, as I've gotten older and stress um, <clears throat> creeped in there, uh, it's it has gotten to like 134, teetering on 136 sometimes, you know, over 80. So I said, you know what, I'm going to try this. You know, I'm going to give it a go. Took 1,500 milligrams a day. <sighs> and I went to the doctor today and my blood pressure... A hundred and twenty six over seventy nine, so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, very very good. Um, it's actually recommended for some people who are hypertensive or even breaking on hypertension to um <clears throat> help aid in lowering their blood pressure. I do know a few people that do take fish oil as um for medicinal purposes to you know ward off that um propensity to run a higher blood pressure and also as we all know diet does impact oh yeah lowering lowering your sodium and sugar intakes also helps um reduce that and fried foods yeah yeah and so but yeah but it it is 
um, because I know about it. There are other ways to do it. But I wanted to try since I had it on hand. I wanted to see, you know, what effects. And I had only been taking it for um, maybe a few months. Yeah. So, you know, it's a it's a daily supplement. Not it's not just only to help lower blood pressure, but but um, uh, it helps with brain function too. So that's the other good thing. Because we all need that as we are going, you know, getting a little older. <laughs> but speaking of the head. Oh, well, you be in the face. How they? Well, we talking about the, the subject matter really is the head and what comes out of well, it. But go ahead. Okay. So let's, you know, let's unwrap this gift per se. This unwrap this whole Oscar thing. And we're, we're, we're not going to just jump into what the obvious is. but. The Oscars was actually this year was the first grand reopening of, you know, what we normally see as a pomp and circumstance through, throughout the years, you know, but because of COVID, you know, it, they had to scale it down and things like that. So this was a maskless event and it was actually produced by Will Packer and, and it, and he, you know, had an all black production team to come on and, and craft this, uh, this event. Um, when I first saw it, what I will say is this is the Oscars. Okay. It didn't, it didn't feel Oscarish, <laughs> if that's even a word for me, you know, normally when you're thinking of the Academy Awards, you're thinking of, you know, elegance, luxury, you know, that, that type of thing. And it wasn't that, you know, there was um, D nice and, and his DJ booth. And there were, there were just things that were different, you know? And so, because I don't normally watch, I mean, I normally, I, I watch them sometimes, you know, being in the industry and everything just to see, depending on what has come out. Um, And this year, you know, I said, you know, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, it's something to watch. And because of also the hostesses that were there too. Um, and we had Amy Schumer. We had Regina. Um, Regina. Oh gosh. Well, I can never remember her last name. Because I don't want to say Regina King. Because it's not Regina King. Regina. Um, ah! My girl. She's from D.C. Why can't I remember her last name? Regina. Is it Regina Hall? Yes. Regina yeah. Hall. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Regina I'm Hall. Sorry. And. um. <laughs> <laughs> my other girl what's her name uh, she's on the tip of my tongue well this I, is this is so bad see this is why you gotta this is why you have to do um you have to take dha and ginkgo biloba when you getting so old <laughs> that you don't even remember who was on last night at the oscars <laughs> Because that don't make no kind of sense, honey. Mm-mm-mm. Wanda Sykes, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. They, um, they were hostessing. And I, I think they did a pretty a pretty cute job. I mean, Regina had this little risque little bit. But um, what I will say <laughs> is that it was just a different Oscars, you know. And they were just, and, and I think with everything trying to get back, you know, getting their footing again since after the, you know, being down and been pandemic, it was just, it was just different. It was just different. They were trying to get some nuances there, but I don't know if it worked or not. Anywho, 
So we we had a lot of different people who received Oscars, you know, um, you had, which I didn't know, um, uh, is it uh, Ariana DeBose from, from West Side Story? I didn't realize that she was also an open, um, as they call, queer, you know. So she won for Supporting Actress. And I, I mean, if you haven't seen... West Side Story, please do. I mean, see, I'm I'm a musical. I know some people are into musicals, but I think that um, Steven Spielberg is Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. He did an excellent job. He did an excellent job. And I really enjoyed it. Um, Then then you had uh, those with disabilities uh, that that he won Best Supporting Actor. Oh, for, the guy who was from Coda, the, that one. Yes, yes, from Coda, and I, I think that was marvelous. Then you had. Um, Can you just jump in here. Do go you know, ahead. Go a ahead. lot of the winning movies actually only brought in twenty million or less, which is very unusual for movies to win Best Picture, but. I think it's based on the fact that we're coming out of COVID. Oh, yeah. People are like movies are not even in the movies anymore. Most of them are streamed. And that's where most of your audience is at the house on the couch, you know, with their popcorn and drinks. And uh, that's how they're getting their viewership in, if I could say so. So, yeah, that's a lot of the winning um movies or best picture of the year which was coda bought in less than 20 million dollars which well yeah i mean but the the amount really isn't it's not really that it's more so of the storyline the actors you know what it what it embodied but you know to your point people weren't going to the movies you know so i mean you couldn't well that's yeah that's and that's what a lot of the uh, commentators were just commenting on how it was just the first time in years that we have something that uh, was considered best picture and uh, the financial gains uh, were not as historic as in movies past. Right. But I do, I really am so happy that they have included um Marvel with discipline. Oh, Marvel! With, yeah. they, they've inclu- they've included adventure action films in um in the, in the Oscars, which was never before done. You know, never done before. Mm-hmm. And so, I really appreciate it because honestly, I just saw uh, Spider Man No Way Home, and I would think I felt like I was about uh, ten because I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this is so good. Oh my gosh, you know. So. Yeah, we did see that in the theater and it was great. It was, it was just, it was great. I mean, I'm a Marvel addict anyway, so, you know, but it was great. I loved it. It was, and it was well-deserved. The pictures were great, but, um, and then you have Encanto. I loved Encanto. The kids loved Encanto. They, I mean, you, you cannot go anywhere, turn on your devices without hearing anything from Encanto. And um, I, it was interesting. The when they did, we don't talk about Bruno. And I was like, well, wait a minute. 
where did uh Megan the Silent Stallion come into play? Hold that, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, what? I said, I mean, she gave a little, a, a good little nuance there, and it was it was cute and everything. I just was wish she had on some more clothes, but um, because <laughs> uh, I was like, ooh, you about to see everything, chief? No risk, though, right? <laughs> um, but it was good. I, I loved, I loved their their reenactment and the gentleman that sang the the song to Encanto in the beginning he was so nervous and my children were watching and they were like mom his hands are shaking I said yeah you get up there in front of thousands of your peers and millions of eyes you're gonna be shaking too (laughs) and praying you'll remember all them all the words and don't fall you know (laughs) um but you know you had you know the comedians that were on there you know they're always giving a bit they're always doing some types of jokes and things like that but as you all know and 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 let me just say this before I go into that I actually have to go back and watch that segment again because it was I really hate it that it it happened during an acceptance of one of a very excellent piece that was done by um uh um what was it this soul of uh soul of the summer mhm i mean i really hate that that was kind of like it was just uh it, it wasn't even given what it was supposed to you know and 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 i have to actually watch that again to hear the acceptance speech because that was really a great documentary um, because a lot of people didn't know that there was like a black Woodstock, you know? So I, I really commend, commend him on doing that. But what interrupted that mm. is something that I really, I'm really disappointed in. I'm really disappointed because in your big age, you should have a lot more self-control. And we're talking about the slap that was heard around the world. Will Smith came in contact with Chris Rock. Now, Chris Rock is is the, um, he came, the presenter. Mm-hmm. And he was presenting this award. And of course, he's, he's a comedian. So what do comedians do? <laughs> they tell jokes, even if they're off script, you know. And the problem is, you know, even if it wasn't, it's still, you know, the, I I, want to say I commend Chris Rock. I commend Chris Rock for not losing his cool, keeping his composure. And because it could have gone, oh, it could have gone somewhere else. And see, the problem is, is that, we're talking about a man who was nominated and who has been nominated for an Academy Award in the past and is up for another nomination for Best Actor who happens to be an African-American man, okay, who has done so much um, and people look up to him. You know, children look up to him and... uh, I was so disappointed in his reaction because you have, and it's not just him. It's also, you know, his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith is also, you know, prevalent 
in, in, in this arena. And you have to, at some point in time, say, okay, yeah, I know that. That was wrong. Uh, you know, you could be like, look, we're going to talk about this later. But you, and, and millions of people, millions of people, if it's already been said. They already think. And when I say they, white America already says black people do not know how to conduct themselves in this type of environment. And what he did last night, what he did at the Oscars, oh my gosh, it just, it, it just proved them right. It proved them right, not just from the, the physical act, but from the verbal act. And you're dressed in, in a tuxedo, in elegance, and you're doing this? It, it's just not acceptable. It is not acceptable. Now, I do realize there is some tension between the two because it's not the first time that Chris Rock has said something about Jada. And I get it. I get it. There is always some rivalry. I mean, look at the the D.L. Hughley and Kanye West, you know, but you're in and, and don't get me wrong, because I've had conversations with people saying that, oh, I, I thought, you know, he was right for what he did. OK, let's let's break that down. All right. Because you're protecting your family. And yes, you should. As you should. No one needs to have hands laid on anybody unless hey. Look, if you laying hands on me, you might, hey, you might get snapped. <laughs> so, but nobody should be laying hands on anybody. And you can discuss this man to man and not in this on not on this platform, not on this type of platform. We can talk about this at the after party. We can talk about this outside, but not in here. And that's where my problem is with it. You know, I'm not I'm not saying he shouldn't take up up for his family, for his wife. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying in the way, in the manner in which you did it and where you did it and in front of who you did it, you know, that really disappointed me so much because I actually I like Will Smith. I do. I like I like his work. I like what he does, you know. But this right here, there there's some exceptions to the rule. You know, am I going to stop listening to his music? Am I going to stop seeing his movies? I, I don't probably not, you know, but I that type of behavior needs to be addressed. It really because right there it's it's you you're reading the tabloids you're reading um, the the different blogs and things like that and he's called aggressive he's called attacking as an attacker he's he's called um, it being enraged you know those types of adjectives you don't want you know on your on your roster you don't want that and. I don't know what type of damage control his his team has got to do or, or what has to happen, but something needs to happen because this is going to live with him for the rest of his life. The man who, who slapped some who slapped a man and on top of that is another black man. You already know what they say. Black on black crime, you know, so. It's so many things with that that bothers me. And, and I'm so sad that this has happened, even, you know, with what Denzel had said to him and you know it's it's just I, 
don't even I don't even have any real words to say because I guess that's what I have to say because <laughs> I'm still bothered by it. I think <clears throat> I think it's very sad again that this was a occasion that was beginning to um, hopefully set a precedence post uh, pandemic of people being able to gather and celebrate accomplishments and moving forward. Um, it's sad that we have a situation such as this where we have two African-American men and it absolute, well, when I watched it again, when I saw the clip on the news this morning, I know people were shocked, confused, disappointed. Um, it was just, it almost looked like a stage stunt again. And I only say that because I'm looking at body language, I'm looking at facial expressions, and it was as if Chris Rock expected it because Will didn't run on stage like he was angry. He just walked up there like he was just going out to get the newspaper from the curb. Yeah, but remember he's and, from Philly. They don't, it, it, you ain't going to know what's happening. <laughs> and, and Chris Rock's body language was that of, he actually appeared to lean in for the slap. His hands were behind his back as if to be non-confrontational. But I think besides all of that, let's look at the real issue here, okay? I, I understand he was defending his wife's honor or that was the objective here. But let's talk about really the whole issue of this whole joke. We're talking about alopecia. And this is a very sensitive um, subject matter, or let's say a sensitive issue that impacts lives of not only women, but men as well. But when you're talking about African-American women, and we've had so many struggles in this country about being on the job, being in our communities, being in other venues, and approached about our hair, the way it is styled, the texture, blah, blah, blah. We have had so many platforms of how important our hair is to us. And we know that the Bible says that a woman's hair is her crown and glory. So we have a very uh, attachment to our hair and how we present ourselves in our community, in our workplace, wherever we go when we leave our homes. Now, alopecia is an autoimmune condition that is that, in, that attacks the hair follicles, causing them to fall out. And sometimes it can be associated with emotional and psychological distress. But nevertheless, um, we don't have any backstory about uh, what is happening with Jada as it pertains to alopecia, whether it is something pertaining to an autoimmune condition or whether it is brought on by emotional or psychological stress. But nonetheless, this is what the claim is. 
And rather than slap Chris Rock, that could have been a pivotal moment for Will Smith to say, let me have your mic for a moment and speak to the degradation of attacking someone who is struggling with a disease. That would have been the resoundment of speaking out against something and how ignorant you were to even make such what you thought was a joke at the expense of someone dealing with a health condition. That I think would have been a reverberating sound around the world far greater than a slap offering a sting and a moment of humiliation. I think that he would have felt much smaller if he had been educated and brought to light his insensitivity and his lack of compassion for something that people struggle with every day. I think that would have been the totally better approach because this whole slapping again and then yelling out afterwards again those are the things and you spoke to it earlier are the types of stereotypes that people of non-black and brown colors tend to put in the way of a stigma on people that we don't know how to go places and conduct ourselves and sometimes we have to lay aside our emotional response to something and try to bring to light and educate someone who's clearly to make such a remark at the expense of someone and bring to light the educational need because obviously you don't know. And then putting the mic down or dropping it, if that was the case, he would have felt so small that he would not have had any response whatsoever of either oh wow or anything he probably would have handed the mic to somebody else and maybe said and the next award to be presented because he would have looked like a total imbecile in that well, well I will say this I, I mean I, I agree with what you're saying is that that should have been stated um at the time he should not have gone up there at all. And if he were to have made such a statement, it should have been during his acceptance speech, which he still could have done, but did not. Um, yeah, it was more I, of trying I, I to think, apologize to the academy. No, the yeah, Oscars but, but I, I'm, else. But I'm again, just saying that, you know, if, you know, you're absolutely correct with educating people on this, um, that would have been something where he could have actually called out and to Chris Rock for your information. This is what, you know, what the situation is, but him going up there at all, it's like, I, you know, and, and that's, that's where therapy can come in. Therapy needs to come in well, because there's obviously some underlying, underlying issue that's going on because again, you around your peers you're in a tuxedo and there's it's all elegance all elegance around yeah, but and you come up aside, here to do that 
no, that aside, let's talk about the fact that this was an emotional response that needn't be handled in that fashion. And how are we to educate and teach young people how to address difficult situations when we have acting out? I don't care if everybody was wearing jeans and or, or whatever in the case. Be, regardless of that, it's in order to do better, we have to not be so reactionary because of someone's commentary. Because, the, the again, the commentary was clear of your ignorance, your ignorance. And sometimes we have to lay aside that. And yes, to your point, when he did his acceptance speech, rather than having to make apologies for your behavior then if you had just taken two seconds and sometimes we need that because we can't always let what was rise up in us in to show or to get a point across sometimes we need to say look at how i have now evolved and i would not have reacted that way 10 years ago or wherever but this is how I'm going to do it now and show you that there's a way to do something decently and in order and perhaps raise your level of consciousness on a very sensitive subject matter to a heightened. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's in, oh my gosh, I, I really pray that, you know, Will and Jada get that situation straightened out. Um, and because the thing, Chris Rock, it's, this is not the first time at the rodeo for him in terms of starting things. Um, there have been things with at the MTV Awards with him and, and rock and people dealing, um, having altercations in the rock uh, uh, genre, mm -hmm. you know, and he's like, you know, come on, man. And, and this is the other thing. And the MTV Awards, when Kid Rock had uh, an altercation with someone, P. Diddy said, look, can't rock and roll just get along? And if you notice, he said it again. He tried to, tried to de-escalate something again in another award show. Um, and again, Chris Rock did say something to Jada, uh, uh, something about Jada uh, a few years ago you know, regarding, oh, the Oscars are so white and there was something else. And this is where, and I think that is where it stemmed from. So there had been, there has been no type of, of, of um, mediation or anything between those two. And so he said something again, because that's, what I, I just thought it strange that something like that would happen. And obviously you you knew that it was something that was underlying because again, Chris Rock didn't press charges. No well, charges have been pressed. Even at that, not only I mean, I know we're all saying that Will needs to take a take a seat on someone's Shay's lounge. It's clear in light of that that Chris needs also some sensitivity. He needs some therapy treatment to really get to the bottom. You know, everybody needs to understand that. We all, many of us have a sense of humor, but they don't, it's not all in the same light. And to, to try to, to degrade someone at the expense of laughter is hurtful. And we all know sometimes what someone's attempt to, to garner laughter 
is a cover up for some of the pain that they're enduring. Exactly. And it sounds like Chris Rock needs to have a moment to step back and do some recon and seek maybe perhaps getting some therapy because he probably has also some unresolved issues. Oh, yeah. And to really think about, you know, most, from what I understand, most comics, they write their material, you know, they write their own material and think about, just step back and think about what you're about to say. Um, We know that for all the award shows, they have rehearsals. And yes, I do understand, as you have put it before, there's sometimes improv. But even with prim- improv, some of these things have have played through in your head. So oh, yeah. you got to think about some things. Like everything that you want to say might not be the time to say or even the appropriateness at all. And sometimes you need to step back and recognize that what you may think is going to fall on the ears and bring laughter is hurtful and cutting emotionally to someone. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. We got to do better, folks. Yes, we have to do better. Because you can't start yelling and coming down on kids if you getting it wrong, boo. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I just, uh, I really pray that, that each side gets the help that, that, that is needed mm. and that there, there can be some resolve to this and that it doesn't hurt them in their succession, you know, um, in their success, I should say, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, I, again, that's just something that's just going to live with us. That, and that's, that's part of Oscar history now. You know, it's oh, a yeah. shame. You're absolutely right. It's a shame that 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 what was supposed to be announced as an amazing thing is in the is in the foreground, you know, of this. So the background, I should say. But, um, you know, it's 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 it's, it's sad, you know, and I, and I really do pray that both of them can get help and people can hopefully mm, understand once they do receive help and it is it is announced and there there is some sort of true apology because I think I understand the apology to their his peers as well as the academy was was uh, garnered but I, I think that there should have been an apology to not only Chris but his fans you know because the people that look up to them, and 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 that kind of thing. I think that wasn't acknowledged, and I think it should have been. So, you know, that's that's just my my opinion. No, I agree. I think, you know, there, we have to come to a place of resolve, and you know, I think that it would be healthy for them, for all of them, to actually have a meeting at the round table and gain, hopefully through this process, gain understanding about someone's plight with the extension of apologies and, and very sorrowful that it was, you know, again, at the expense of a joke that was horrible. Um, But I think, you know, publicly, 
it would be good for it to happen. But more importantly, I think there should be some time away where they individually seek therapy and guidance and bring about a resolution. I mean, we know that uh, history with Will and his Fresh Prince show, um, the character yeah, Viv. That, with our Viv, and it took took years and unfortunately um a lot of damaged things happened as a result of mm-hmm. of that with her and i think and the reason why i say that is we don't always need to let a lot of time go by before we can say i'm sorry well you know and i i just say i'm sorry to um to interrupt but i think what's going to happen is you know how jada has her red table dog they may, you know, her, their team is probably already, look, you're going to have to put this on the red table. You're going to have to put this on the red table. Yeah. You're going to have to squash well, out your differences and, and do, and it's going to have to, it's going to have to be a public thing. And, but it's going to have, it need, what it needs to be is genuine first. Well, that's why I said, I think they need to just take a little bit of time and individually, everyone needs to get some therapy and prayerfully, they can all come together at the round table and have a discussion and extended heartfelt apologies about what was said and the conduct of every party involved. And again, you know, that, that, you know, it can be shared that people have been educated on this disease. I mean, regardless to what a role someone is playing in a movie as to why you think, you know, what they're doing is extreme or whatever the case may be. Sometimes when you don't know the real inside story, when you don't know someone's story, that's something you don't need to speak on unless you want to have a conversation with them to gain understanding, to be educated on what their plight is. Because we, it's easy, you know, people have often judged a book, but you don't know what the pages contain. And that's what's key. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I know in in Kanto, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no. We don't talk about Jada. Uh, uh, mm -mm, No, we don't. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so just make sure people are going to talk. People are going to make jokes. People are going to, or as they used to say, play the dozens. They're going to do that. You know, it's that's just how people are. But what you need to do is know who you are, know to whom you belong to. And you need to have your self-control needs to be at an all time high, you know, because don't get in your feelings. As people say, mm, I was feeling some kind of way. Uh-uh. You need to feel the way of Jesus. <laughs> Let Jesus rise in that moment. <laughs> um, as people will say, um, WWJD. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's very important to, to, you know, keep your composure. Not not to just because you don't know who's watching or who's around or where you are, but because of who is watching, you know, um, because he knows your heart. So, Make sure you are just confident in yourself to not let things, words, 
and people get the best of you. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. So, Lord, we ask you right now to cover the listeners and their families, Father God, and their friends and their families in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name to allow you to continue to rise within them. Father God, we ask you to give them all of the fruits of the Spirit and that self-control, Lord, so that they know what to say and how to say it, and in in a way that people will receive it in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you to pull in the heartstrings of those that don't know you, Father God, letting them know that you love them, that you care, that you died for them, and that you rose and are so ever-present, Father. And all they need to do, Father God, is to say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life, Father God. Come into my heart and be Lord and master of my life in Jesus' name. Lord, we just thank you right now. We thank you for our listeners. We thank you, Father God, that we are able to host Father God in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. And we love you and we say amen. Amen. And Father, we just pray right now for the hearts of all parties in particular involved in this situation that was presented at the awards last night. We pray for Jada and Will, their family. We pray, Father God, for Chris Rock and his family and his team, all hearts, Father, that they may get what is needed, that they may come to a place of resolution, and that they may gain understanding through this process, God. We pray even for those, Lord God, that are battling this and so many other conditions, Father God, that impact their appearances. Give them comfort. Give them peace, Father God. Give them, excuse me, and order their footsteps to getting whatever help they need, Father God, for all of these conditions that may impact them. We pray, Father God, that you will also continue to enlighten the hearts and minds of those listening and watching God, that they may understand that that too could be them and that they may have hearts of compassion and love. And most of all, that's what we need more love God. And we pray it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So if you see something odd, (gasps) here's something strange. What? Always remember to say what you say. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.